Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bunker Club 805 Podcast. Coming up on its now second year or season two. Yeehaw. And I am on location at the new Tiger Rose Tattoo and Piercing Shop here in San Luis Obispo. I am here with the owner and operator, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Chewy. Hi. Hello. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> and your uh, counterpart... Uh, doing all piercings, Christian. Yay me! Nice to nice to meet you. <laughs> Yeehaw! We had some interesting early stories we'll have to touch on. So uh, I'm digging this shop. Cool. Everything looks really cool in here, and Thank you. Uh, it's like real fresh, uh, good vibe. We were right just talking on. about the vibe. Yeah. And uh, so far, just being here for like a few hours, we've had customers kind of in and out. Uh-huh. One did a, a tattoo. One did uh, quite a few piercings. In and out, you yeah. stick them. He, he kicks them. <laughs> That's his little right. slogan. Stick them and kick them. <laughs> stick them and kick them. <laughs> it's awesome. <coughs> so I want to hear. So we have the new location, but I want to go back to like early stuff. Like, okay, where 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 are you coming from? From like tattoos, like what what got you into it, or when did you get your first tattoo? What made you want to to open a shop? Well, um, I guess it all started when I was a kid. Um, my dad would do uh, drawings for me uh, when I was eight. He would draw Marvel characters, and the two that stand out the most is the Hulk nice. and Spider Man. And when he did them, um, I literally thought—I literally thought that he was doing magic right in front of me. And I—and yeah. when you think it's real, you just become intrigued. Right. And so that's what got me started. That's how I ended up tattooing, basically, because I wanted to make money doing art when I was 22. Mm-hmm. And I realized I could not do that. <laughs> so I figured, what's the next best way to make art? Right. Tattoos. All my friends wanted to get tattooed. So I was like, OK, that's the next best thing. And it's the best thing I've ever done. And that was 26 years ago. Nice. And uh, I traveled around. I'm, I'm, I'm from the Bay Area, so I tattooed out there a lot. And then uh, finally I ended up in uh, Pismo Beach and started tattooing. When opened up Tiger Rose Tattoo, mm-hmm. you know, 19 plus years ago. Okay. And uh, just been going strong ever since. Obviously lots of ups and downs. Yeah. Right. But getting into that, and then were you at the old location as well? I've been um, for the last five years. Okay, yeah. so you're fresh to this spot, but you've been working together closely. Yeah, right on. Cool. We're a good team, or we're a great team. Uh, just watching the two. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's great. It's just us right it's now running just, it. <laughs> just being the, the just like a guy spot and just like yeah. talking shit back and forth. Totally. Been, I, I feel <laughs> really comfortable just kind of kicking back. I mean, we yeah. just met and I heard already some shit when I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought we were recording earlier, so I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> yeah. I, I did uh, hit, hit the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the room mic for a little bit. Oh, okay. So maybe I'll pull some of that stuff oh, in cool. later on in, in there, but. Nice. Think, uh, just me saying butthole a bunch of different ways. Yeah. You got a mix no, of two, it. No, the, the butthole. two buttholes and, and <laughs> wo- wo- was it wolf? wolf werewolf vagina? Yeah. Wolf, werewolf vagina. So that'll add yeah. to the to the horror. 
But and that's a horror story that's too. That is. So yeah, I'm, I'm starting uh, <laughs> for this uh, year two of the Halloween Horror Month. We'll definitely have a, a segment for some horror stories. I would love to hear some shop horror stories. 2020. If there are, <laughs> yeah, which is part of this whole thing. Yeah. So I want to know if you could get into it. What happened with uh, the move? Like, oh. what brought that on? So, um, I was having an issue with the landlord, mm-hmm. and uh, they made a, a moratorium to where tattoo shops can't uh, relocate in the same town mm-hmm. in Pismo Beach. So when we, uh, so when we got moved out from there, we couldn't move back into Pismo Beach. That was it. It was done. And were so, you trying to find a different space? Or yeah, we were spaces? going to find a different space in Pismo Beach, okay. but we were told that we could not. Huh. Um, just because they made this new ordeal to where they didn't want tattoo shops, antique stores, massage parlors, um, and I forget what else, but they put us all in the thrift shops. Oh, cigarette stores. Yeah, undesirable. We were there for 18 years, but we were undesirable. Yeah, and like so, down the street was like a cigar bar. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but I, obviously, I guess they can't relocate if they have a situation is what it comes down to. Hmm. Um, so it left a bitter taste in my mouth. You right. know, I was really unhappy with Pismo Beach uh, personally just because I just didn't, I didn't feel the love, you know? Right. So, um, the shop was a staple there. You know? Yeah. The people some, loved us. Right. People, the people still do love us, but whoever was, you know, running the show did not, you know, and they figured it, they could put something better there. And, that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't even it's just, know. It's in like an abandoned. It's still uh, just sitting there empty. Shop. Yeah, oh, it just looks terrible. Oh, that sucks. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. Tiger Love. Rose. Hi, I was wondering how much. You got the hard edit. Eighty. Eighty. Uh, it's eighty dollars, and that includes the jewelry. Okay. And Nipple I piercings. know that I probably need my ID, but I totally lost my wallet like two days ago. Is there any way I could get it without having my ID? Have you been here before? Have you uh, been here before? Um, I have not, no. Are you Sorry, old? Yeah, yeah, you have to have your ID to, uh, to get that done. Something, nope. Okay, Something. You. Yeah. Okay, you're welcome. Bye. Bye. <laughs> So, I mean, you know what I mean? You can hear That's, proof. Yeah. What if she's not 18? Then it's, yeah, it's all bad. Passport, <laughs> fucking birth certificate, you know. Yeah, and she was so ass, disappointed. You know? yeah. She had me at <laughs> nipples like, yeah, pierced. You, I'm like, yes. Like, you're, <laughs> you're piercing my nipples. <laughs> Free show. Hello. <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I won't edit that out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> right? Hmm. She had the the, uh, the sound of disappointment. She was Aww. so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's like I'm sure you got nice nipples, but <laughs> it's it's a profession. Squeeze, squeeze, tweak, tweak. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I've, I've taken quite a few people to uh, to get their nipples pierced. Friends of mine, they take me. I'm like, all right, cool. Nice. Then I catch them afterwards. Cause yeah, they pass right. Out. Sometimes they faint. It um, does happen. So so we got okay. So this is what happened. We already had the best location in yeah. Pismo Beach. So I was like, wow, we're going to downsize no matter where we go in Pismo Beach. I wasn't happy about that at all. Once I realized we couldn't move there, I was like, this is a blessing in disguise. 
let's find a place where we could uh, have just as good a location, if not better. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what happened. We have a better location now. Um, all the people that didn't want to come to Pismo Beach before because of the parking yeah, um, and all that stuff. A ton of repeat customers coming back in and like... They're all coming back yeah. here now. Yeah, it's good. Because it's just a nice, chill neighborhood. There's parking everywhere. and that's awesome. The vibes whole is totally different mm -hmm. in and a good we way. Tiki Hut, so that <laughs> we got Tiki Hut, so that matters. We got Tiki Hut, yeah. That's all that matters, really. <laughs> nice. So I remember seeing uh, a little bit of the progress. You had some progress photos, and we were talking earlier in the year. And we're like, hey, about uh, you know, meeting up and yeah. checking out the shop. And you're like, let's wait till we open. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then... Here comes the day, the opens, uh, you start doing some tattoos, you had a, a what, a, a special? We had a special, it yeah, we had a Friday the 13th special, uh, Christian did 176 piercings, which is a really big deal, yeah. since we had only advertised three days beforehand, and uh, realized, that's when, that was the day that we realized we found the spot, mm -hmm. you know, this is the spot. And then we got shut down a few days after that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, and then the Rona came, and then, <laughs> and I was kind of yeah. like on the, on the side going, are you fucking kidding me? There was like, no this, no that, no that, no tattoo shops. I'm like, fuck, these guys just opened the doors. <laughs> fuck. People were real compassionate towards us yeah. for that, too. And a lot of people didn't think we'd make it, but... We're legally open again, and yeah, we're held out. and we're doing good. Yeah, we're doing good. And I'm very fortunate. I'm very fortunate because I have a lot of fellow tattoo friends that have lost their shops, and I'm talking like respected tattoo right. shops that have done so well in the past. But when you can't work, you're yeah. gonna lose your business. Yeah, okay. and that is uh, that's heartbreaking. I mean, because these guys, they work to the bone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They work hard. You know, they're not. It's not just casual, do a couple tattoos a day. Like these guys have really planned these things out, and they still lost their business. So yeah, I feel they feed their families, you know, pay rent, do this. That. If you're losing your shop, yeah. your family's not doing as good neither. You yeah. know what I mean? So if we weren't coming in, it wouldn't be as good. You know, things wouldn't be as good as they are right now. No, We'd just been we were coming in when we weren't supposed to, and fucking yeah a lot of places couldn't do that so they wanted to but couldn't for various reasons so yeah. they're asked out you know you can't yeah. be closed yeah. for six months and make no money and pay the, the landlords don't give a shit if you don't have money or not they, they want their money they want their money yeah. everyone needs their money <laughs> that's Amen. it's just the way life works <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the way it works man uh, well i'm glad you guys bounced back yes thank you it definitely I mean, it, it, it kind of hurt me. I was like, I don't know these guys at all, but I'm like, fuck, I know Tiger Rose. Yeah. It's been yeah. around for as long as long as I've lived here. You yeah. guys have been here, and you're probably way longer. I've been here 15 years now. And uh, I always heard, like, I, I, I've gotten tattooed at your shop. My ex-wife has gotten tattooed. I have friends who were just like, oh, yeah, just go over here. They're, yeah. they're good. They'll, they'll take care of you. And yeah. I'm like, shit. Now I need to get some. <laughs> you know, You're in the right place. It's about that time to start, you know, filling some of this real estate. Yeah. So, um, I think uh, there's, uh, you know, there, there's a place. I mean, because I remember there was only like, was it there only one tattoo shop? 
in Pismov and with, with you guys and oh no you so had there was Mothership always, there was always two Mothership, shops right was yes there? Mothership and then there was a a, few, it, a couple more that popped up it blew up to like nine shops yeah basically within uh, within like two to four years there was nine shops in town and then they all just fell off and went right back to two yeah. you know the same the originals yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah I remember that I watched that whole thing go down we're it was like, very interesting. Holy shit, there's another one here? And there's yeah. another one here? They're just all like around the corner from each other. Tattooing got really popular. Yeah. <laughs> for, but for a while, it was like, you know, most places didn't want to have that many tattoo shops, right? Was it like that out here? Out yeah, here, a lot yeah. of town city councils don't want there to be a bunch of tattoo shops in town for whatever reason. And they make it, that's what he's talking about in Pismo. They, they, they treated like bars. They voted for a moratorium. <laughs> yeah. They made it so <coughs> new shops couldn't open <coughs> because they're fucking prejudiced. Well, when the hotel came in, that big oh, hotel yeah, came yeah, in, took up that's when everything fancy. changed. Right. And they wanted to be, everyone wanted to be fancy like uh, like the hotel. It's like... And you know what's funny? When I go through Pismo now, it seems like crappy and dirty to me. They're not Recently, cleaning it because of, uh, of COVID, I guess. Stuff, but it just doesn't seem... And, it, and for their vision of a future Pismo that doesn't include tattoo shops, it's a pretty crummy town. You know what I mean? With all the, with the COVID, it makes it look worse with the bumpers out front and all that stuff yeah. for restaurants. But I'm yeah. glad I'm gone. I'm glad I'm yeah. here. <laughs> Straight it's, up. Yeah. And it's hard it's for a better parking. Location. Parking, man. Oh, it's a nightmare. All the time. I mean, we stayed busy, but yeah. I mean, it is busier here. Yeah, and I've seen. Just we're like, welcomed here, and you're probably having a, a slow day. But I mean, fuck, like I don't know how many heads. Not bad for a slow day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just all the walk-ins. Yeah. And stuff. So, do you think? So, is it pretty much a, a thing for the, the tattoos and the piercings to be always together? Oh yeah, they go hand in hand. Um, I get a lot of clients from Christian. Christian gets a lot of clients from me. It just vice versa it works really good um, some shops don't have that dynamic and they don't know what they're missing I mean some places it works good for them or mm -hmm. whatever I'm glad when other shops don't have a piercer but, <laughs> but it's my opinion that shops benefit from having an experienced piercer really yeah. the cross business you can't beat it people when you're in a group of girls and one wants tattoo and one wants piercing you don't go to the place that does only one or the other you go to the place right. that does both so it really does help and then once they've had a good experience with one of us then they then they tell their friends and then they come back in. So it's, right. it works really good. Like the gal that was here, she was like, "Can I get my nose done too?" Why she almost got it done. Yeah, so yeah. She but she will. Back. I gave her my card and yeah. I don't try to push her. Oh, let's do it now because that turns them off. Just give them your card. They'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. The next day they all come back. And shit. Yeah, it's crazy. That's She's awesome. spending a bunch of money right now. I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I'm away from home. <laughs> we here. <laughs> you got all the college students. <laughs> Who are just like, oh yeah, I'm away from home. It's fucking, oh yeah, let's be crazy. They get excited. They want to yeah. see the town. Mm -hmm. What's in town? They don't even know what town is like, right? right. So they go experience things. Mm -hmm. Get a tattoo. Get a piercing. They find um, out. They ask around. Ask for. Do they just see the tattoos? They're like, oh, where'd you get that? Oh, Tiger Rose, right in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You can walk there. You don't need a car. Like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that, right. that was easy. Yeah, that's, that's fucking awesome. It's exciting. And our, and they're so everyone is so cool. Yeah, it's yeah. a good positive area. Everyone is so There's cool. No one happy. Everybody, you know, it's we're good, but we're not that good. Everybody's just happy already. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're over in Pismo as a, for instance. A lot of people would be in the middle of their vacation, and, and if it wasn't going so good, they were taking it out on us. And they're mm -hmm. in there haggling, and they're in there 
you know, uh-huh. broke and shit and mad. No, <laughs> I you got a sunburn. Don't tell me. Don't look at me because you got a sunburn. Go fucking go fuck yourself. You knew you were gonna get tattooed, yeah. but you stayed out. Fucking yeah. passed out on the dunes. And like, yeah, crispy. You came in here with forty bucks, trying to bargain into a tattoo. Give me a break, dude. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what prison yeah. was like, and it was fine because I made yeah. good money, and it was still a good positive environment. But but this is better. It's, it's just better less here. stressful here. Yeah, it's a fresh yeah. space. Good and night. actually, uh, when the pandemic did happen and I got my job taken from me, just yeah. like that, um, it was, uh, I mean, you do, you get depressed. Oh, you know, sure. There's a lot of things you, you can't provide for your family. My lady was taking care of me. Mm-hmm. We argued a lot. Um, and I just could not wait to get here <laughs> and open up. And now I'm so much more appreciative mm-hmm. of my job yeah in a whole different level and it being a brand new business i'm excited you know what i mean so yeah after opening your doors and then you gotta go oh yeah you you need to stay home like yeah other people telling you you can't work like, and, but fuck? everybody else can be open and shit fucking mcdonald's <laughs> yeah. can be open but you guys go fuck yourself yeah, yeah. So we were like yeah it was it was rough like you, you can go to the liquor store because they're yeah. open you have to have liquor <laughs> yeah. because you know you gotta have some emergency essential liquor for your yeah. frustration <laughs> you know, you know we're like camp. a mental yeah. escape for a lot of people a lot of yeah. people come here as mental health stuff you know Oh yeah, it's uh, what they call ink therapy. Yeah, straight up, that's real. That's very ink therapy real. Is definitely, there's, there's yeah. Over the times I'm like, oh fuck, I need ink. <laughs> fuck, you know, like, you know, yeah, it's either gonna hurt, but it, like at the end, you're like, fuck yeah, it looks so good. The oh, results. Fuck, yeah. It's exactly. like when you go to the gym for the first time and you're sore as fuck after the you know next couple but days. You feel all buff, like, oh, yeah. but you feel like super ripped. <laughs> yeah. and you hurt like you walk like an old man. <laughs> like oh, exactly. Ow. Somebody smacks you in the <laughs> right on that set that ink. Ah, <laughs> much better than talking to a therapist. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like you know barber shops too. That, but the barber shop, the barbers were like the therapist yeah, guys. Yeah. Oh you know, yeah, and your bartenders. Yeah, and yeah. Then you got your like. <laughs> Fucking tattooers. You, we're yeah. definitely they, therapy. They tell guys. them, yeah, everything. Yeah. People sit here and tell them everything. It gets overwhelming thing. sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to hear it. You're like, oh, God, please. This is way yeah. too deep, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Story. Way too yeah. deep. What do you think I should do? You're like, oh, You're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking tattoo, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. My dog eat my baby, and I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> fuck. Go That's fuck a rough yourself. one. That's what I think. Well, yeah. going into <laughs> that's a rough one. That's a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing that in. Uh, so going into the uh, into this Halloween season of like the scary stories, do you have? Can you share some of your horror stories in, from in the shop? Like, I got a good horror story. Uh, like tattoo stuff or yeah. uh, piercings, and you know, just I got a go good horror for story. it. Yeah. I've been trying to think, what can I, because I have a lot of stories, and I can't tell them all. So I I just, one just clicked. Okay, so um, one of the guys at my shop tattooed this girl. You know, she was 18, and she got something on the back of her shoulder. I don't know what it was. He put saran wrap on it, told her to keep it on for two hours. She went home. She came back probably two months later. And she still had the saran wrap on there. Oh! And she she peeled it off, and she's like, "Is it? Can you tell me why it looks like this?" And it was all the whole thing was keloided. Oh! Just all keloided. And I was like, "What do you? What happened? Why do you still have it on there?" 
well, um, a friend oh. of mine told me to keep it on there for a couple months, and so I still have it on there, and it's not looking very good. I was like, why no would shit. you listen to your friend? <laughs> why? I mean, I don't even like it when you listen to other tattooers, let alone a friend that knows nothing about tattoos. So that was... Uh, that was a very horrific thing to see. <laughs> I never saw her again, and I don't know what happened, but it was ugly. <laughs> That's the truth of piercing these days. I'm not sure about tattooing as much, but for piercing, I, I tell them, I ask them if they have any questions when we're done and that kind of thing, and I make myself available. I give them my card and tell them how they can reach me. Nobody ever, hardly ever asks me anything. And mm. what they do is they go read online or they ask their friend who has a piercing. Oh, she, my friend has her belly button. I'll just ask her. Instead yeah. of me, the fucking piercer, you're going to go ask your friend <laughs> who has one? Guy, yeah. It sounds ridiculous. And it's all day. And it's it's uh, a real problem. People come in with problems. Oh, my mm -hmm. friend told me to use witch hazel. Well, why the fuck did you do that? Who is your friend? Is it, what? Where does he work? Where is he? He's a piercer then? How long has he been oh, piercing no. for? Yeah, fucking idiot. What's wrong with people? Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, you gotta Google that shit. You know, WebMD and yeah. all that other shit. Dude, Google says online. I got cancer from tongue piercing. Give me a break, lady. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh. <clears throat> that's yeah, that's nasty. But you you had some good ones. Oh, my you, stories. Yeah. yeah, I got some rough, ugly stories and stuff. <laughs> you gotta tell me. About you wanted the, the werewolf pussy one? Yeah. Is that this one time this chick comes in and uh, like like I say, she's beautiful. She's beautiful like a hippie chick and she were talking for a little while and I'm trying to talk her into getting her hood pierced, you know, and uh, this is 25 years ago. This is a long time ago. And oh, she, okay. she tells me that she likes fish. The band, she's been following the band fish around for a couple of years and my brain doesn't compute what that means at all. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You like a band and you follow around, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> but she fucking, <laughs> we go into the back and she gets naked and then she has... <laughs> She falling fish around means she doesn't shower yep. and uh, her, or, va or shave or anything. And her vag, her hair, it smells had grown. like fish. <laughs> smelled like fish, but it had it had dreaded into these five dookie dreads that were like eight <laughs> inches long, that were hanging off the front of her body, like eight fucking tentacle dicks oh. you know and it smelled like you say fish and oh. funk and shit like feces you know oh it, and piss and a strong piss smell oh my god what? bitch can you are you she had to hold them out of the way for me to do the no. piercing I put a mask on to cover my fucking disgust <laughs> you know what I mean and just pretended like that was normal to be professional oh yeah it's totally normal how disgusting you fucking are and, <laughs> and, and I've been piercing like, a long time and I've never seen anything even remotely like that that bitch had to purposely like oh. make them and add and well, let it be it all purpose it must have you can't just oh, like this, this kind of dread of wouldn't course. I just don't know yeah it was foul it was disgusting and uh yeah it was not that's cool. insane yeah. and she was pretty <laughs> she was gorgeous wow I remember wow that's yeah. scary yeah. the werewolf redhead chick I hate oh, to say it, I loved yeah. it. Red too. No, it. it was oh, like it was oh. like a Sasquatch red. <laughs> you know what I mean? All dirty and dirty uh, red and shit. Mm, uh, it was, I want to see like it. my beard. I see I <laughs> no, yeah, it was an I'm interesting like, sight, but it was. This. this is ins I've never. It's burned in my brain. Heard of anything like this in my 25 life? Twenty-five years later, you're right? scarred with So that. yeah, I would be curious. Foul. Totally disgusting. And then I've seen a lot of shit like that. People that have something wrong with their brain, and they they came in, you know. Dudes with underwear on, with girls' underwear on, you know, when they, they're wearing a suit and then they get naked and they've got on. And they're, and that's interesting to me because it seems like mm. it's a choice to come to me dressed that way. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Not that they do that 
in their life. Right. Who cares what they do? But they, they knew they were coming for a piercing and they dressed that way Kinky. to show me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the part that it gets me. I'm like, okay. Hey. So you're yeah. trying to include me in your shit when you're, you know what I mean? That's half, that's a big deal. Like, especially like 20 years ago. When yeah. Were that was a long uh-huh. time they ago. They always yeah. wanted you to do more than just pierce I, A lot of like. dudes like would be, uh, so I, I started piercing in Hollywood and, um, and piercings when I was younger was, came from the gay community. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I got into piercings because it made me cool, got me laid with chicks, and I, I it was a tall blonde that made me want to start piercing, you know, and uh, it made me cool. That's that's the short of it, man. Chicks showed me their tits and then gave me money too. It was yeah. fucking. It was all <laughs> the way live. Take them out or anything. Yeah. I used to bang like half the chicks. This is like the late '80s, early '90s. I used to. I was there. And, when but, are you getting off? <laughs> but, piercings, but by and large, piercings were um, a very sexual thing. It hadn't gone mainstream yet. In fact, my first piercing job was at a porno shop where we sold the, all the equipment mm-hmm. because there weren't piercers at tattoo shops, generally speaking, right. back then yet. And uh, it was its own thing still finding its legs. And and in the, I worked in the middle of Hollywood, and all the clientele that I pierced were often genital piercings or nipple piercings, and it mm-hmm. was or tongue or something that they thought was hypersexual. And everything that I was doing was hypersexual. And even now, it's a way, way toned-down version of that, but girls are still getting piercings to be pretty. To, to feel beautiful and right. to feel sexy and stuff. And a lot of the time... Um, it's the little secret that's hiding. It's their little there. dirty secret, yeah. Know, but my nipples, nipples are, are pierced. Oh, They're like yeah. the most common thing I do, believe uh-huh. it or not. I do more of those than I do everything else. Right on, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we got a customer. Yeah. <laughs> the more I... The more... The last couple of years, the more I practice that concept of faster is better, I actually set up everything in a way that I can do it as fast as possible and that 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 concept I think is leading to all these much better happier mm-hmm. people have always for a long time been happy and stuff but but these days it's like manic everybody's wow fast and quick oh my god uh-huh. yay and they seem so happy and I really feel like it's because of this way I set up now cool the way I do stuff a little faster I'm like are you preset like, yeah I like I mean I always have done things a certain way but more recently, I'm looking for ways to do two steps in one. Hold the jewelry with my other finger, literally, instead of on the table. Holding it the here and do it, and that way it's just instead of having to reach. And oh, you are going fast. I'm trying, trying to trip. do shit fast, yo. And yeah. I think that it helps them. Something about the difference. That now it's magic. Whoa, my God. That was, we're done. We're, you know, like that. Instead that is of, pretty insane. Before it was like, and they're watching the needle. And it seems like forever to them, you know. To, oh, they have to you the have needle. to leave the needle right there. Go grab right. it normally. And normally. Then, and that's what and every that's other piercer traumatizing does, right there. A little bit. And now yeah. they don't see the needle most of the time. I just kind of do the Dude. thing and they don't see it. You know what I mean? Especially in the nose. And they're like, they get the, the tear up usually. Yeah, I'm sure. the tear up. Because yeah. I remember when I when I got pierced, because I had fucking been getting pierced from since the nineties. Uh-huh. But I would like go for that piercing, and like my armpits would just go. Whoosh. Yeah, everybody. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that everybody rush, sweats, that like yeah. that kind of hot, cool rush. I'm sure. Ooh. And yeah. terror sweat. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yes. A lot of nerves. Oh yeah, I remember my mom. Oh, they're getting down up Jesus there. Christ. Yeah, they are. My, uh, my mom. I was in high school. My mom put the first earring. I was told, "Hey, I want to pierce my ears." And uh, she was like, what? Why would you want to do that? So I was like, she, she did it thinking it was going to be like, fuck it, I'm going to hurt this motherfucker. And, and, but 
I fucking, I, it was the needle and the thread. Uh huh. Oh, thread, dang. Old school with the ice and just. Nice. So she did the first one. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And like this chick I was kind of seeing, she was like, oh, hell yeah. She's like, oh, you got, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> And then you know, it got when all you were crusty. badass for eating your oh, ear yeah. it was all crusty, and you know, you got the thread that's just like, uh, oh, which nice. was like, I kind of like secretly, like I secretly like that kind of shit. I'm the guy that like watches all the fucking pimple popping videos and shit. That's my lady. Oh, oh yeah, she's mm, obsessed. Weird, so like, weird slash gross. Uh huh. Yeah. But then like after I think uh, it was like maybe yeah after I finished high school, I did the rest of my ears all myself, and I just okay. found a post, and I would just kind of you know, find a mark. And uh, you know, do a little ice or whatever, yeah. and just like fuck it, just punch it through. Yeah. And then, but I kind of like that little, that little crunch, that little uh-huh. crunch pop sound. Yeah, the cartilage. Like, oh yeah. Nice. So I did like had, I did all my ear, uh, holes here, like three on each side, and then one up here on the. Oh, top. you did a bunch on your own. Yeah. So I mean, shit. I they're they're still there. I just fucking you know lost yeah. all the jewelry. The beads fall out and stuff. Well, that was me at eleven or twelve. And then as I go, kept going, you know what I mean? At 16, 18, I had had just a ton of piercings everywhere. And you know what I mean? And it just kept, it got worse and worse and shit. Yeah, I used to go to this spot <laughs> in, uh, in New York. It's a little little spot called Andromeda. Hmm. And that was my spot. It was like 50 bucks. It was like, you, you know, you get your, your the jewelry and the, and the piercing. Oh, and wow. So That's it familiar. was, you know, kind of like here, but like they made their own jewelry. So they cool. were, their stuff was like the, the balls had the posts on them. Uh huh. So you thread them into the actual ring. Okay. So it There's was different like, ways to do it. It was their stuff. Yeah, it was their own stuff that they did. And I would just, that was my spot. Go and right how there. long ago was that? This was the 90s. mid nineties. Like what was the name of the Andromeda? Andromeda. You've heard of it. They were famous, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I figured you heard of it. If yeah. it was, been, I'm not. I don't know if they're still on. They probably are, but um, yeah, it was uh, down in Alphabet City. New I York. think cool. they're gone. I, I would take. A, I took. I got my tongue pierced. Uh, I got my uh, there. Uh, my nipples. Um, I think my eyebrow. I think my eyebrow done twice. I had my eyebrow. So done. you had a few things. You know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then I had a that, Then I got pierced uh, At one of my other jobs By a, a piercer Who worked with us And it was in retail And uh, he uh, He did my My tragus Tragus Oh okay My, my homegirl calls them My ear tags <laughs> She's like Oh you got your ear tags Nice And then I couldn't Fucking ear put tags. like Ear like earbuds in Like my headphones My little plugs I was like Fuck I can't put these in I gotta wear Funny. The, the over ears Oh okay But he did it like Right in the In the, in the office he was like, oh, yeah, I'll hook you up when you're done. Cool. <laughs> just above the table. He's just crunch, crunch. Nasty. <laughs> Sweet. I had my libret done. I mean, I, w- I was pierced up for a while, but, like, the most recent ones, like, that I had really had left was, like, my tongue ring, which I took out just a couple years ago. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I cracked enough teeth with that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Although uh, men still get a lot of piercings, like, in bigger cities, San Francisco. I really don't cater to them here at all. M- mostly I get, like, a few gay dudes a year and all women. And it may mm-hmm. be because the word of mouth spreads among their group or whatever. But, but when it's a guy by himself, sometimes I'll get a straight guy coming in for, like, ear piercings. Mm-hmm. But that and once in a while an eyebrow. 
But that is pretty much these days the state of piercings, at least in this neighborhood. It's the mostly like women. working in other neighborhoods recently, like up in San Francisco, dudes were still coming in. Here, no dudes ever. I, I rarely pierce dudes. It's almost it's all not women. popular with it's men. It's just right not now. a thing with it's men. And, and, uh, Belly buttons. And I find different cities are different. Nipples, but nipples and noses, and yeah. And so I cater to women, and I cater to their friends, and I hey, here take my card to give everybody my card and ask them to please tag me and all that kind of bullshit and because then all the two two or three of the groups today were telling me that they saw the tag from one of their friends came in the other day and that's why they came in so mm-hmm. i'm glad i've been saying that recently it really hey can you tag me because it oh, really cool. helps and i say like it really helps me like i'm doing so bad or you know what i mean like thank you so much nobody knows we're here and i just want everybody <laughs> to know <laughs> hey if it helps, you know, it helps it helps if, if it helps them get a better piercing it helps them get a better course, piercing. yeah oh with the so how is are are you big on the, the social media because that is the big thing you know that's i mean it's it's helping all these people who are making shit ton of money fucking just <laughs> showing their asses but for businesses you know with with Facebook, I don't know how much Facebook is still relevant aside from people like just screaming about politics, but like Instagram and stuff like that. We do a uh, Facebook and Instagram. I've been doing Instagram for a really long time, um, and I know that we get a lot of advertisement through that. Mm-hmm. And my wife just took over the Facebook, so that's getting popular too. And she communicates with them every night. And so that's working out really well. Um, We're not advertising besides that because right now it is just me and Christian. Um, I do have a lot of guest spotters, but I don't always know when they're coming and they're not here every day. Mm -hmm. So if I advertised, we would be overwhelmed and we would be turning a lot of people away. And I don't want to do that. I feel like that's bad customer service. So we're just... Leaving it alone until we build up a, a bigger crew. Crew and have a more like, have everything settled, counter help. And yeah, be, and just then a few more good. people. Mm-hmm. Even get a the, counter person would help. It would be, it'd be right. get the wheels greased and then, and then that way they can, you can advertise and if there's extra overflow, schedule them out. At least there's someone to schedule yeah. them to. But right now we don't even have somebody to schedule them to. We They'd don't have a full time tattoo. I'm here every other week. Right. So. But I do advertise yeah. on Instagram for piercing. Yeah, because that's like a regular thing, just back and forth. Yeah, because like piercing is easy. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Him. He could, he could do it. It's not a problem. I mean, he's, he's real busy. He doesn't even. I asked him the other day if he wanted me to advertise, and he wasn't. He's like, ah. Eh. Because like, okay. there's the just the walk-ins are. He's busy. Good, yeah? He's not tripping. <laughs> so when you're not here, is somebody else tattooing, or you're no. just not here? It's just. He's here by himself for a week. <laughs> yeah. Unless I get someone guest spotting, but when I get someone to guest spot, I usually want them to be I want to be here too. Right. Because I want to show them a good time. I want to hang yeah, out with hosting. them. Yeah, exactly. I want them, you know, and then the second and third time they want to come guess what, then they can come by themselves because they have a feel for things and do it that way. No, I've seen that over the years or like the, the guest spotting stuff. So that's a common thing. For me, for, for tattooing in the tattooing, you know. Yeah, world. it's common. It is common. Uh, but for me, uh, it's crucial. It's extremely important because it's advertisement. Because mm-hmm. they come here and then they go to, back to Reno or wherever and they're talking about it. They got t shirts. They had a good time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm making friends. I'm making new friends. And I'm kicking it with old friends that I haven't seen in a long time. So. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's great when just me and Christian are here, but it, when there's like two more tattooers here, it feels like a full shop. Right. And I, 
I crave that. Then you I got miss all the that. banter and you just like yeah the the, the conversation exactly exchanging war all stories. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's busier because yeah. I mean anytime a, a tattooer comes and sits in, he's always busy. Right, they always get busy. That's which cool. is it's nice. Yeah, it's nice exactly because <laughs> I do turn a lot of people away. Oh yeah. That sucks, but, but I mean, it, it is what it is. It's temporary. It's a brand new business. We're doing well, so it's yeah. After it's, being closed for so long, it's just yeah, like, it's just a process. Yeah, well, I can get, I could probably get seven tattooers in here comfortably. I could, I could get ten in here. They would be uncomfortable, but <laughs> I could do it. Yeah, yeah. But why? Just like have it, just just enough, and then you're good. Exactly. Nice, We're still a brand. I mean. We've been in business 18 years in Pismo Beach, so but we're still a brand new business here. Right. Yeah. And so I treat it like it's a brand new business because, I mean, why not? So Yeah. Well, just down the street, you got a whole college. <laughs> it's a brand new clientele. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I... Um, yeah, I think I, over I, there in Pismo, you had like all the, either just the, the out of town... Uh, regular folks or, or some drunks. <laughs> you would get some drunks in there, exactly. But do you still tattoo the drunks? Um, I will tattoo like, you. Um, if you have, if like, you can handle your liquor <laughs> and not bleed excessively, yeah. then I'll tattoo you. But uh, if you're if you're too drunk to even talk yeah, like to, I can't. Off the chair, I won't yeah. do it because at that point I'm babysitting, yeah. and I don't want to be a babysitter. That <laughs> <laughs> drives me crazy. How has that happened to you? Like it happens quite often, even yeah. here. Oh, we yeah? Have, we, oh yeah, we've already turned a few uh, a few people away. Hmm. That's what's cool about this. It's not just uh, college students. It's it's a little bit of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is nice, but not not a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, they're actually there's a bunch. They all live right back there. <laughs> yeah, because we're right off the freeway. <laughs> well, you're excited. She, Is she? Yeah. She, cool. Yeah. She, <laughs> shaking in the in the chair. Nice. Like, we watch him work. My oh, first. How quick that goes. He's Christian's piercing right now. Boop. Right in the nose. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. It's so fast. Boom, done. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> He's smooth. He is good at right it. Right on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's smooth. Yeah. Just watched him like, like dude, it was like quick, so fast. With one hand Unreal <laughs> We were just talking about that Because some piercers 45 minutes As a ninja One person 45 minutes Because they're like Oh they're like Explaining things and, they, yeah. and they think That it has to be all It's like it's not Because they went on Google And so like You gotta do this And you gotta be like this That's more of like An old school thing now I guess You know Just um, cater to the client mm. the, It's like It's like fast food Just Get them in, get them out. <laughs> just that's what they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got things to do too. Right. So <laughs> I gotta go to work. Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> hurry up. You're hurry up, piercer. I got a date. <laughs> <laughs> There's me. Stick them and kick them. Exactly. That's what we hashtag kick them and stick them. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you can definitely use I like it. it. <laughs> 
Settling. We'll use that amongst tattooers. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about the uh, the guest spots. Um, any 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 big wigs? Like I mean, I don't really yeah. know like the big names in I the get, uh, the tattoo. Yeah, I got uh, I got John Woodruff coming in. Um, he'll be here this week. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's a big wig in my eyes. Amazing tattooer. He does mm-hmm. uh, traditional psychedelic tattoos um okay. black and gray work he could do realism um he does a lot of he, he does a lot of body suits um oh, shit. but right. he and he's a real down-to-earth type of dude and i just love hanging out kicking with him like if i have a question about something right. i could ask him you know what i mean and that's important to have tattooers from each other learn from each other yeah i love that you know that's what's cool about having guest spotters because every single one of these guest spotters has learned a different way how to tattoo and they're going to give me some information that i didn't know about before youngsters that have only been doing it for three or four years if they learn from someone different Mm -hmm. then i learn something from them so i keep getting better while i'm here in my own shop not getting stale yeah and then you pass the the info and then yeah that's vice versa awesome. go back and forth with it and shoot the shit and hang out you know that's all that's important to me awesome. you know so yeah and i'm gonna and that's what i'm doing slowly i'm gonna build that crew that's how i do it you know what i mean come to a guest spot do you like it here do you want to move here do you want to move your whole family here mm-hmm. um so there's a lot to think about because it's a small town and most people are coming from outside right coming in you know so Guest spotters are extremely important to me. Like, it's nice here. <laughs> they love it's not I mean, cheap. People but love it's nice. slow. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, once they've guest spotted here and realize what they can make, yeah, then they're like, okay, I could move here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and then they could move to like, they could move to a Tascadero or something like that. Yeah. And all those little towns surrounding them, they're all becoming really nice little towns. Yeah, um, they're putting money into them, mm-hmm. and they're cheaper because well it's hot out there you know yeah. what i mean it's all but it's still it's only like 20 minutes away half hour away so just gotta roll that great you are very smooth sir thank you i yeah, watched I you tried. do that it was like fuck she was like a little antsy on the chair but she was all excited you could tell yeah, she yeah. was excited and then it was just like boom done like that i think that took me a long time actually because she wanted like a weird thing in there so but uh yeah it shit looks i don't i never watch you pierce because you do it so much. But I watched, I actually watched, and it was smooth. Smooth. Yeah. Smooth. She was and super then, excited. You know, and while I'm I'm talking, too, I'm, my whole thing is, it, the whole delivery is crafted. So I, I, I know what I'm saying as they're sitting sitting down, and when they're looking, I know what to say when they want me to move it. And, and I just have it all planned out. And we're, yeah. it's already done. By the time they filled out the form, I'm up two minutes ahead, and we're done. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but uh, trips me up if someone's very, very nervous. Um, but usually I'm calm enough in my voice and whatever I do a, a doctor's bedside manner kind of voice, you know, and it soothes them and shit. And um, like, just get it done. But it's, it's pretty rare someone chickens out mm-hmm. once every couple of years. It's really not. It's not common. It's really uncommon Some for me. I think faint. maybe ten times in my whole career if someone, yeah. if that, if that, six or eight maybe. People just usually do it. They just go through with it. Even less with tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, once they're sitting there, they yeah, yeah. they're kind of you're stuck. in, you're done. <laughs> they're, they're stuck. <laughs> I had a I had a back piece that was getting done 
ages ago and I was uh, just in this guy's house and he had kind of like this almost like a barber style chair in a way yeah and, uh, we, we but I was like like kind of just laying on the back like that thing and just had my back and man I've like dug my fingers into that thing and I had like metal shavings on them I just like getting Good work Lord. on my spine I'm like fuck oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah getting tattooed is not fun all the time no it's a uh, I mean, shit. I had some work done where it like went up into like the back of my, uh, back, back of my back knees. of the like, knee. Holy fuck! That's a Which doozy is a piece right that there. I want to get fucking finished at some point because it's just <coughs> more outline, and then like the the artist just kind of started to flake. And this was right before I was moving out here, okay. so I wanted to get this finished up. I was like, God damn it! And like kind of flaked up. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah, but, behind the knee. It's a yeah. It just that's a painful oh, one. Woo. Yeah, like this piece up in here, like one in here. Oh, okay, yeah, right up into the armpit. Yeah, arm, armpit. <laughs> nice. Ugh. But yeah. I hear like the right here on the on the side, like on the trunk, on the body. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's like really sensitive. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. I remember my mom, and then for like piercing, which is what what they would say like the belly button is the the most pain in the ass, the like the the longest for healing. Oh, uh, you know. um Everyone's different, you know. Um, belly button can be can take a long time. I, nipples on women tend to take longer than the belly button, though, and uh, cartilage can often take longer than that. There, there's some there wounds, you know, yeah. in a type of tissue that you're then like shoving some metal into. There's like a mm -hmm. chunk of metal in the way of it healing up, and so it can take right. a long time for like a year, year and a half, two years for some in extreme cases for some nipples and some cartilage. But especially when you have clothes, stuff is rubbing, rubs and like, yeah. like the like your belt buckles yeah. and pants and stuff like that. But or most in, people's is more like two or three months. That's pretty average for all those piercings. For even the harder ones, two or three months they think it's healed, and mm -hmm. depends on care and depends on fa other factors, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> I remember when my mom, when so when she turned fifty, she uh, she's not fifty now, but uh, when she turned fifty, she called me and she was and she for years she gave me shit about my piercings. Really? Oh, and she suddenly wants years, and she's like, I did something crazy. And I'm like, what? No. She's like, I cut my belly button pierced. No. I went, what? <laughs> what the fuck? What? Mm -hmm. I was just like, wait a minute, where'd you get it done? He's like, at the mall. I'm like, no. <laughs> what, the, what? What did they use a fucking gun or whatever? I mean, I don't know. It was like, well, it cost like twenty five bucks. Yeah, like, but. The, as everything or like, like what kind of you know uh, <laughs> jewelry did you get was it a surgical steel yeah but you know it's just funny she goes but is this supposed to be like purple like that <laughs> or like really like red I was like oh my god you better put some shit on <laughs> right I was like but it, it was funny I, I think she, I don't know if she still has it but that was uh, she just retired she's 65 she just turned 65 nice. so but you know, doesn't look it at all. Oh, cool. you know, she's just still looks. She's like five feet of fury. We all call <laughs> Heisty, her. Yeah, huh? yeah. Cool. But uh, was in the jams on here. Let's talk about some music because we were talking about music earlier. Oh yeah. Like the we grew up listening to. Uh -huh. and we were talking about Anthrax and Anthrax and 
all kinds of jams. Yeah, when I yeah when I see you, I think of Anthrax. Because <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Because I'm a yeah, New Yorker. I, I love Anthrax. That's I'm not insulting huge. at all. No, <laughs> it's a compliment to me. No, yeah, I know. Do, do I look like a mosh? Do I look like a mosh or a metalhead? I mean, shit, my hair actually like just a fucking some years back, my hair was down to my fucking waist. Oh, you know, okay. I was always the fucking long. I hair. I kind of figured. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, I always had the same, pretty much the same do, which was the long on top, uh-huh. shaved undersides, because my hair is so fucking thick and I got long. you. I just got so much. But that was the, uh, what they called the metal mohawk, which oh, Nikki yeah. Six and Tommy Lee started oh, doing yeah, in the early right. 90s. Exactly. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> so, I could, and so I just had this mean on top and just put nice. it all up and like. Now you can't do that because now they can just call it the fucking man bun when you put your hair up. Because I used to rock a fucking mean bun and <laughs> chicks are just like, oh my God, that's a nice bun. It's nice tight. man like, bun. Yeah. Fucking stick pencils and pens and shit in it because, you know, I'm like doing shit and I forget. Then I got this fucking fan of shit sticking out of my hair. <laughs> Braid my own hair. Fuck. But yeah, man, being a, being a, uh, I was a, I was the only metal head in my high school. Oh, the only okay. metalhead in my neighborhood because I, I lived in in Harlem in the projects. Nice. And I was the guy with with the hair. I uh-huh. mean, it was pretty big too. <laughs> From that, actually, I'm gonna show you the the high school metal hair. I pulled this. I photo need to pull. I, I had long hair too back in the day. This one is. Uh, this was this was this was uh, this was '89, right there. Oh, that's <laughs> a great picture, man. I love it. What shirt are you wearing? That was a Dangerous Toys. Yes. Shirt. That is so cool. I forgot I mean, about dangerous them. Dangerous Toys, yeah. yeah. Dangerous Toys. Yeah, I saw them uh, around that time, too, or or Nandy. Or, or are they out of Nandy. L.A.? Uh, I thought they were from Texas. Yeah, I think they're uh, from yeah, they Texas, Texas or something. Band. Yeah, somewhere in the south. But they were big in the Hollywood scene, right? Yeah, they yeah. totally For were. For a bit, like, like, there was that whole crop. I'm going to actually meet up with a buddy of mine, and we were, we we're going to do this um, uh, hair metal episode and oh. talk about the, the 89, like the last of the, like, the good shit. Oh, I want to hear that Some of the good one. stuff. Or, or some of the bad stuff because there was a lot of garbage that they fucking just oh, signed everybody yeah. fucking signed everybody but there was a lot of them I guess and if they had the look or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah some of them was still kind of a little bit glammy uh-huh. but also then it was like you know after Guns N' Roses came out it was more of like the the flannel yeah the jeans the ripped jeans and it's just like the that black moved off into boots. grunge almost totally. yeah. yeah yeah pretty much and then yeah. you know then grunge came and everybody was like was like man i've been wearing fucking flannel shirts forever yeah. <laughs> this ain't shit this is not new but we didn't always tie them around our waist uh-huh. but I'm like, like oh, okay well, that's a good way to put it when you don't want to keep wear it right oh, fuck yeah oh yeah i was right there <laughs> What was it? did you? Uh, what was your what was your experience with the grunge, the grunge days? I mean, I was I was heavy metal, punk rock all before that, and then when that happened, I was still. Um, you don't I, dump I, everything. You just just to listen to that. It was like I another no, form I still of I loved yeah. it. I yeah. loved grunge, um, mm-hmm. Nirvana, uh, Soundgarden. All those bands, I was completely obsessed with them. I mean, everybody Definitely. in Seattle was like, "What the fuck is grunge, dude? We don't know what." The-. But yeah. I mean, that's a, that's just the label because they have exactly. to call it, it something. It is just a label. A bunch of bands went yeah. to Seattle to get signed, 
After, so, yeah, because yeah. they already had a batch of them there. <laughs> you know, like their big four or some shit was there. And they went for the look and all that. Mm-hmm. But if it was good right. music, it was but good music. But a lot music. of those bands didn't even sound the same. That yeah. was the funny thing. They were like, oh, it's the grunge sound. Like, what's that? Because the Melvins don't sound like Nirvana. <laughs> No, you know, and fucking the Melvins don't sound like anybody. They're, and and I don't know if a lot of people know that like fucking Queensrÿche was from Seattle. <laughs> I did not know I that. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. But that's a whole other music, you know, genre. From I really loved Operation Mindcrime. Oh As yeah, kid, that was my all time favorite uh, Queensrÿche album. Such a great album. Yeah. Such a like. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a masterpiece. It was a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. It was a. They're a good yeah. band. Yeah, they're they, a good band. It was a. Uh, uh, what, what, what do they call it? The um, oh, fuck. The uh, uh, the concept album. That whole concept. Yeah, yeah. Album. The, the the opera rock opera. Yeah, <laughs> and it was it was it was, it was oh, okay. a fucking great. Album. I mean, and they've been yeah, around for not a, long time. a not a grunge band, but they no. were from Seattle as well. But I mean, I all these other bands. That. That's crazy. They were like none of them sound the same. I mean, like Soundgarden didn't sound like Pearl Jam and. They were all. No, they all had their own thing. But they all. A lot of them all knew each other. They all just knew each other yeah. and performed at the same three or four clubs uh-huh. over there. And so, Sub Pop signed all these guys because they just knew each other and yeah. they were. Yeah, and, and they I'm were sure they made them dress equipment. that way. You know, if they're all signed, like, you know what I mean? Like, how did that style uh, get created? Uh, just that's just how they dressed. Just, at the that's time. how they dressed. Yeah. It just, just wet and cold got, all the time. It just went real fashionable, though. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, it was in magazines and all that stuff. Ripped jeans, and then now you're like buying fucking two hundred dollar ripped jeans. <laughs> I still got my ripped jeans. I'll never stop doing that. Yeah, I love that here. shit. But like the natural, right? The natural. This way. is natural. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, real. Never, yeah. <laughs> People buy them. Like, yeah, you, I, there was there's a friend of mine who worked at a shop. Then they would like women would come in and like buy shirts. Like, okay. Okay, can I pay you extra to like cut these up uh-huh. <laughs> to like you know do all the of little course. fucking twi- and then rip fucking jeans and then I worked at Urban Outfitters for a little while uh-huh. uh, early 2000s and they were selling ripped jeans oh yeah it's like fuck are you serious you see the chick today with the fishnets her her things were ripped from here to here it was one long hole the whole front of the, on both sides <laughs> What the fuck is that? That's some youngster <laughs> some shit. Super hip, super hip. I don't oh, know. Oh, the little emos. The little emo <laughs> girls, the little alternate girls. Yeah. My son likes them, so if they are the alternate girls. Yeah, I tattoo them. I like them. All day too. long. Who doesn't like them? <laughs> like, how many times do you uh, see like pink and purple hair and red hair and all day, the fire man. engine? Just, it's <laughs> hilarious, man. Yeah. That's that the age trends. though Where they want to fuck around And like experiment And do Hairstyles And they're, they're You know what I mean Like Yeah that's Yeah My son did it himself And I think he was like 12 And his Within a year He had like He had bleached out his hair He was red Purple Nice And green He, like, he had that joker color For a little while You know and <laughs> Yeah He's like well, why I had not? that fuck color it. For anyone else <laughs> Yeah Definitely Hilarious but, we all experiment. Picturing you looking like the Joker right yeah. now with you with green hair is hilarious to me. <laughs> How awesome would that right? be? Oh my god! I was probably like be the Joker. I don't know. Panic. I was- 19 while when I did you that. You should dye your hair right now green like for <laughs> Halloween. You know what I mean? Fucking dope. I bleached it first, you know, it turned orange, and you have to bleach it again, and then it finally turns white. I did that. Yeah, I did yeah. that too. Uh, like in 2001. And I, when I did, it was fucking really long. Oh, and then I, uh, I was working at Tower Records because that was my, my, my spot. Nice. I worked for Tower Records uh, in New York for seven years. Oh, cool, man. And then uh, I, uh, I met fucking Yanni. 
Interesting. So uh, nice. everybody knows Yanni, even if you don't know his music, everybody yeah. knows Yanni. But he did a signing, and I was like, I fucking love Yanni. That's the fucking man <laughs> oh, right there. Cool. He does not read music. Really? He, he, I don't read music either. But okay. I write it. That's and interesting. We have our own little, he has his own little fucking, like his own language of like, Whoa. way of like, like lines and squiggles. I was like, fuck, I do that shit too. So when I roll up to him, I'm all like in a black fucking metal shirt, camo fucking pants, my hair is all, I have uh-huh. a picture of it too. And I fucking made him throw groats with me. We're nice. like, fuck yeah. And I was like, I roll up and I'm like, dude, I fucking love your shit. <laughs> and he's just like, he just kind of sits back in his seat and is like, He wasn't wow. ready for it. Yeah. I was like, man, look at me. I'm all metal, fucking just uh-huh. loving this shit. But you, I love your stuff. It's awesome. Like live in the from the Acropolis was like insane. It like blew me away when I saw like the performance cool. on PBS and because hmm. like the music was just intense. Like just he had the uh, the London Philharmonic with him. It's all yeah. strings and it's just like, oh, he's a musician, a lifelong musician. He's gonna be yeah. good. Yeah, he's fucking badass mm. and. And he he's like just, the best in the world at that or whatever, right? Yeah, like composing and all that stuff. Oh, my God, it's amazing. His, his musicians are in his band, yeah. fucking cool. amazing. But uh, so he, he, <laughs> he, so he actually held the line up. He was just like, oh, hang on. You know, right we're, on. We're, we are talking. Ah, that's cool. <laughs> and, you know, he's got the, fer- the perfect mustache. Nice. His hair is all like fucking you know, proper. Dude, yeah. And I was like, I'm fucking chilling with this motherfucker <laughs> right here. He's smooth. Relating and shit. And he's like, you know, I was in a metal band. No. I'm like, yeah, fuck. Oh, that's tight. That's cool. He told me the band. He was like, don't tell anyone. <laughs> but I'm like, fuck yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, go, I go, Yanni, can you, can, can you take a picture with me and throw some fucking goats with me? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'll show you the picture later. He's like, that's oh, so that's cool. cool. Just, woo. That's very cool. And then uh, the people I worked with, they were like, only fucking you. Right, only you can get Yanni <laughs> to do that shit. I was like, "Well, Dolly Parton came, I think, a few weeks later." We're like, "Fuck! If you would have let me go after Dolly, I would have got some goats out of her too." Funny. My face in her boots too, <laughs> probably. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, uh, any anything else you guys want to throw in? I, I know you you had you're holding out on some stories, um, some horror stories. Yeah, I got a, I got some horror stories. I got. I can tell you one. I'm, they're all pretty. They're all pretty nasty. So I might as well just go for the gusto. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Nice. There's nobody Perfect. here. There's nobody here that's gonna censor me. Yeah, yeah. This, this was like 22, 22 years ago. I was tattooing at American Graffiti in uh, Sacramento, mm-hmm. and uh, this dude came in with this girl. And uh, he he wanted her. He was talking for her. Mm-hmm. Like I want her to get a slave on her butt. Oh, and I was like, okay, no problem. Um, come on in, do the paperwork. I draw out the tattoo for them. And uh, as I'm getting uh, the stencil ready to put on her, he's doing something to her. Something, I don't know what he's doing and she's laughing and giggling. She's got her <laughs> pants down uh-huh. and I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm all, I need, you know, go ahead and turn your butt this way so I can put the stencil on. So I go to put the stencil on and she's got a, <laughs> she got a butt plug hanging <laughs> out. <laughs> chilling. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, it was, it wasn't a good experience. It was nasty because, well, it was, um, 
Because it rained. It was white, her. right? But she didn't. Um, she didn't clean herself up, so it was kind of oh, poopy. Oh, yeah. So it was, and he was, was tugging it on it. Was he it was dripping? tugging on it. She was getting some juice. <laughs> he was tugging on it, and he was obviously, you know, she was the slave, uh-huh. and he was that, and He's they were having it. a wonderful time. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> It's a little What's weird that? when they try to bring you into their shit. You know what I, I mean? saw the brown. I mean, if it was clean, it could have been different. <laughs> I had a really beautiful couple one time. The chick started giving the dude head right before because I was going to pierce his dick. She oh. was this hot ass redhead, and he was like Puerto Rican dude, but like an athlete over by UNLV. And <laughs> I'm not an athlete though, but yeah. I am Puerto Rican. And they were like, they just she just started sucking his dick right there, and I'm like, oh cool, you know, like it was. Totally fine. I've seen a bunch of sex acts actually in the piercing area. Like I'm people, sure. people do freaky shit when they think they're going to not be able to years. touch their junk anymore. Back in the like, day, it was way crazier. It was way crazier. And I used to do tons more genitals. It was more popular, like yeah. again, because the sexual nature of it. Um, now it's more less common. But but yeah, in the day, all kinds of freaky people would come in trying to have me involved in their dirty sex <laughs> stuff, you know. And uh-huh. is this the smallest wiener you've ever seen? Look yeah. at it closer, though. Is it very small? Oh my god, dude! Do what the fuck on it? You're serious? Yeah, I am. That's a real conversation. That's a real time. Fuck. Someone was like, "Yeah, yeah." He got off on how small it was. I don't remember how how much his accent was. It was one of the guys from Rammstein. Does it look so small? Look at my small Vienna. No, he wasn't. I really don't remember how how much, but I do remember the conversation. But it's small, right? Like, is it small? Say it's small, some like that weird kind kinky of shit. shit. Yeah, yeah like a bro. Okay, degrade me in every way. <laughs> yeah, or something. All right, give thumb me a break. Dick. Yeah, <laughs> good lord. No, because then that plays into it. If I call him that, that I'm not here to be part of his fantasy thing. You get you know? paid. Yeah. I know. So I, I mean, get paid. I'm, I, and I, when I once like I horse. feel that, <laughs> I don't want to feel dirty. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm here for the money or whatever. Once I feel that, I, I turn it all. Like I'm, I might be pleasant, and jokey, charismatic, you know, or whatever. But if I get that <clears> sense. From someone ugly, anyway, then I turn it off. I become pro- very professional about it, you know, because I understand no, what they're going yeah. through, but I'm not here for that. So I just like finish it up and and be like, you just remind you cool, go put your fucking sir, you, you weren't feeling the wiener. <laughs> sir. Don't fear the wiener. Don't fear the wiener. Do you want me to stroke? <laughs> yeah. The piercing is done, but I can now stroke. Oh. No. Yeah. Do you have mustard for my vino? <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the deli. The but deli. that kind of story is pretty rare. I'm making people out to be perverts that are most most genital piercings are just nervous. There's a lot. They're of trying to perverts. spice up their love life, whatever it is, you know, whatever their situation hey, is. Yeah. At one point, I wanted to get two rings on each on the bottom of each one of my testicles, so I could attach. Two cat bells, so my <laughs> shit. So you can find me in the dark. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. Makes and it entertaining. Didn't get there, but but then again, I found the cat bells and put them on my nipple ring. So I'm like, all right, cool. That's the story he wanted me to tell. Was this time I worked at this porno shop? I was talking about where I where I did piercings out of out of, and they uh, they used to sell these all kinds of novelties. And this one time, this dude came in. And he was asking me, how do I get Benoit balls out of my ass? You know, because, <laughs> and we had, we had sold these kind that like you, they jingle. They have a chime inside yeah, yeah, and they jingle, yeah. you know? 
And he's asking me about it, and I was, I don't know, and I, I can't go to a doctor. Fuck, 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 I know shit it out. What do I know and shit? I didn't know nothing about losing Benoit balls up my ass. <laughs> and, uh, and as he goes to leave and he's walking away, as he's stomp, walking away, I hear ching, ching, You can ching. hear it. <laughs> fucking funny, that man. Shit stuck it's like the me. cowboys with the fucking, uh, with the spurs. You yeah. Know, it's just a fucking. But it was doled out. Benoit ball. Yeah, it's all quieter than it should be, and it's coming it's out of his ass. His oh. Gnarly. It's in your ass. <laughs> That's funny. Man, <coughs> good old porn stories. Tattoo shops, <coughs> we got stories all day. Tattoo shops everywhere, everybody at them is characters that oh, yeah. don't fit in the rest of society anyway. That's why they're there and they all have fucking, I found tattooers have the most interesting lives, most interesting stories. They may not be great people peep. <laughs> people all the time, you know what I mean? You can't get yeah. the story out of people, them, people, but they're. That's what makes the story good, I guess. <laughs> right on. Yeah, this, cool, has been, this has been fun. Yeah, this was <laughs> so, great. Yeah, Thank cool. You. Thanks for having me. We'll have to yeah, revisit this another time too, uh, yeah. later on down the road. See how you know the, the progress and when when you yeah, get a bigger definitely. crew and stuff like that. But um, how about you go ahead and give me all the info of where people can find you, the address of the new spot, oh, okay. where people can find you on the social yeah. media stuff. Well, we're at uh, thirteen forty Taft uh, exit off uh, California exit. Um, we're open. We're open every day from noon to eight, except for Sundays. Um, if you okay. want to do a tattoo, you have to make an appointment on mm-hmm. our Instagram, uh, Tiger Rose Tattoo OG. Just uh, DM me, and I'll tell you when we can tattoo you. And then uh, piercings, uh, you could walk in to do that with Christian. Right. He's here every day, except for Sundays. But right. if you have questions about piercings, you can always hit me up on Instagram before you come in. Uh, Valentine's Monster is my That's Instagram you. handle. Right on. Cool. And you're here every other week. I'm here every other for week. Now. Yeah. For now. For now. So exactly. Till I build get, a crew. Get the, the scheduling down. Yeah, exactly. That's why I can only do appointment right now. All right. And then you got the Facebook, right? Yeah. And we got Facebook, too. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for uh, letting me hang out with you guys. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. And I appreciate it. It's definitely been uh, interesting. But I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I went, I, I've been wanting to do this kind of thing for a while. Yeah. So I was like, "Well, this is perfect because cool, I already know your his uh, some of your history uh-huh. with the shop, and then when everything moved, I was like, oh, they're going to be in a new spot. Right on. Yeah, perfect time. So now, very. Cool. I'm glad. I'm happy that you know, everything's bouncing back. Thank you for you guys and. Just keep growing. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely keep going. All Very right. excited about the new place. Awesome. Hit up Tiger Rose Tattoo. Tattoo and piercing. Do you call it the... Is it... Do you consider the shop or parlor? Because some places are different. Um... It doesn't yeah. matter. Tattoo doesn't shop matter. or parlor, yeah. Because I'm always... Tiger Rose like, oh, Tattoos and Piercings. I'm at the shop. <laughs> yeah. That's what awesome. we call it. All right. Cool, man. Fucking thank Thanks you. again. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And uh, you can hit us up at the Bunker Club 805 Podcast uh, at gmail.com as well as the Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next time. Happy two-year anniversary to the podcast. Cheers. Cheers. So I went down to Times Square and there was a guy at 2 a.m. fucking selling comic books. He had brought out the boxes and laid them, set them up on his stand on the, in the middle of everything. And he, for some reason, he's allowed to be there. And that blew my mind, you know what I mean? I saw a lot of amazing shit in the middle of Times Square. At midnight, these two very beautiful 
very wealthy women were walking across the street drunk. And one slipped, it was raining, and they were holding an umbrella, and she's drunk out of her mind. And she fell, and her, her dress skirt thing came up to her breasts. She was butt-ass naked. So here's this naked, beautiful woman at midnight in the middle of Times Square with 10,000 people looking at her vagina and shit. Laid out. Poor girl, and she's just this giggling and having a good old time and shit. And, uh, and nobody stopped her or got you know, made her dress or anything. Her friend tried, finally got her up and uh, by calling her a slut 19 times in a row. Uh, it was awesome. It was an amazing memory, you know what I mean? The lights are all shining on these two drunk bitches. <laughs> yeah, the spot is almost lit. But, you know, it's funny because, uh, what, 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 what time was that? This was 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. so I remember when it was not safe to be in, uh, in uh, Times Square. No, that's and, like yeah, midnight yeah. or after, any time of night. before the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. Late now, 80s, no, when I went early, early, early 90s, yeah, it was, awesome. it was just uh, a lot of like uh, closed up storefronts, the, all the, the old porn theaters porn were stuff, there, yeah. and just bombs everywhere. Was it Pee Wee Herman caught in one of those? Or, no, that was LA. <laughs> I don't know if it was, was there, Florida. but. That was in Florida? I think this happened oh, in Florida, yeah, yeah it was that fall. I was like, you know what? Whoever ratted him out was such a dick. What a dick face. Like, what the hell were you doing in the porn theater that you're so much better than Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> it, was a, it was a jerk off theater. It was a place guys go to jerk off in back in the 80s and shit. Yeah. Give me I, a break. Yeah. All right. Like, you're. <laughs> and he's got to blow up his spot. I was just there to enjoy the movie, and I can't believe he was. You're watching like a male porn movie. It's like. <laughs> Free Pee Wee! The free Pee Wee shirt. Free Pee Wee. Yeah. <laughs> it really, now it's okay, but it really ruined his career. At yeah. the time, he didn't really work for a very long time and, like, eventually he made a dash and shit. And then he yeah. did, like, an infomercial or some shit, like, where he's, or something for kids where he's like, this is crack cocaine. <laughs> and he was, like, talking yeah. about how PSAs bad. PSAs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It made me think that's what was, he was, he it was really into drugs. Him the cold. Huh? They really raped him over the coals. They really yeah. screwed him. I'm going to tell this terrible story for his podcast oh, called, okay. called Werewolf Pussy. That is, uh, one time I was piercing in Vegas, and uh, this is like 25 years ago. And uh, this beautiful girl comes in, and back then I used to be, I used to try to talk people into piercings. You know? And, uh... I don't anymore. Piercings sell themselves. They come in and they want it or they don't. You can't really talk people into whatever. But this girl, I talked her into doing her hood. And I'm excited. I'm a, only a man, you know what I mean? So I'm all excited and we go into the back and uh, and again, she's a very beautiful girl. And we had been talking and she had told me that she had been following Fish around for a couple years, the band Fish that was like, okay. who took over after the Grateful Dead for hippies to follow around and do shit. Yep. So she had been following them around and I didn't think about what that meant. So we go into the back to pierce her hood and she takes off her clothes and and her bush, her bush had dreaded out, like had turned to dreadlocks, you know? And they were big, thick, like dookie dreads. She had like four or five dookie dreads this long hanging off the front of her snatch, like that. And it smelled like you might imagine that would smell. You know what I mean? It was plum awful. It was just the worst thing you can, you can picture it was like uh, well I won't describe it but you can picture it and uh, and 
<laughs> so I put a mask on because we keep PPE anyway, you know, and I, yeah. and I, and that's me being professional. I didn't want to make this face the whole time, you know, and so I fucking be professional and, oh, yeah, this is totally normal. You're not the most grossest chick in the world or anything. Go ahead and, you know, and so I did the, the procedure and, uh, and she could tell that I'm like tripping on it. She has to hold her doo doo dreads out of the way for me to pierce her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so when I tell that story, people don't believe it. I think, like a lot of women, don't can't picture letting themselves go that hard. I, I can't imagine what she had to do to grow these things. Like I feel like she had to work on them and like help them grow. Like you know what I mean? Form them and make yeah, them. Yeah. Fucking gross. What is wrong with your brain? <laughs> you know, uh, Do you have like, the shells, the shells in there? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that would have been better. No, this was like how Sasquatch's vagina looks. You know what I mean? It was not cool at all. Oh. So I have a bunch of stories like that that involve gross vaginas. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of vagina, so when it's not right, it stands out to me. Like this one time, this chick comes in. She's middle-aged. Uh, woman, Mexican woman, um, I, she was like, like Oaxacan or something, really short, and, um, and she laid back, she wanted me to pierce her, I can't remember, either her hood or her, like, perineum or something, some, some part of her vag, and she lays back, and her legs come apart, and I could see into her body cavity, <laughs> in a way that I'm familiar with women's bodies, and this oh. isn't how they work, you know, but I could easily easily have put my hand into her body cavity without touching the sides up to like here at least with no problem like I could see into her body and in the inside it looked like the roof of your mouth with the things it was yeah it was so disturbing you know and, and, and the year since then and again I was cool and professional at the time oh this is totally normal that's not the strangest shit I've ever seen a whale's mouth in your vagina or whatever just do the thing and fucking be done and then tell her how to clean it and she left or whatever but in the years since I like think about it sometimes what did I really see and how could that be I mean you know because on the internet you see them chicks fucking the orange road cones and wine bottles and crazy shit this is her this is the chick that's doing this because it was it was it was an anomaly it was very strange uh Let's think of some other vaginas that I've seen. So another. Save it, save it for the, for the Oh, it's not on? Report. It's recording. See how you are? I was over here telling the story because I thought I was It's on. recording. Uh -oh. I'm going to wait until we're all on mics oh, okay. and, and there's other ears. I've nothing. seen plenty of other freakishly weird bodies too, if you want to hear about that's part, that's some weird be. wieners. This one dude's wiener, he had, <laughs> he had a hole through it as oh, yeah, if he had whoa. been pierced. You know, like if you had been pierced through your head of your dick. Oh, yeah. And there was a hole, but he hadn't ever been pierced. He was born that way, and it had always been there. Just a hole through his dick. And that seemed like the weirdest fucking thing in the whole world to me. No, I mean, it didn't look like a piercing scar at all. It looked very natural. It looked like when you had someone has, like, a dimple, it, like, just naturally went in. It wasn't, like, a fistula at all. It was just... a dick hole. Right? And then this one time this chick came in and her nipples were this long. She's this black chick and her nipples stuck off of her boobs that by that much. And she wanted me to pierce them six times, one behind the other with rings, so they would like ching ching like chimes and shit. Shit. Gnarly big. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't some thumbs. 
Ooh, those are fun. That's you know, be... I pierced a lot of third nipples. People have that a lot of the time, and it's always in a row like an animal. You know what I mean? People don't realize that, but it's oh. like here. And uh, I've done that. I've done like, I've done everything thousands of times. But when someone has weird anatomy, that's what is memorable to me. Something that. So this one time, this girl comes in and she has a. She's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with this girl in the world. She's like 30-ish and I think some sort of South American, you know, and she gets naked and she lays back and then she has a, um, a, a beauty mark across her snatch, like everywhere, like a, like a dog's mouth kind of. It looked one color, but, but it was white. And inside of her vagina too was white. Not all of it though, like part of her vagina was pink Except where this birthmark went across. I think that's called vitiligo, isn't it? Right. Isn't that like what's like the pavement? Yeah. yeah. Well, she didn't seem to have like a whole body condition or anything. Just this one splotch oh, across her crotch, and yeah, it, and it was just in parts of her of her stuff too. And it was really, and it was uh, attractive. It was weird. It looked good. Like it was exotic looking. I want to. Didn't look gross or anything. It was just. Interesting because I see I've seen tens of thousands. Oh, you don't see this every day. Seen, yeah, exactly. And and I got porn and shit. I've seen lots of vaginas and I never seen this. You know what I mean? And never. And so it was very interesting and memorable. You know. Stands out. Uh, <laughs> you gotta save some of these because this is going to be part for the. Seen a chick with two buttholes. For the <laughs> Yeah, she had like two buttholes basically. My lady just want to. Uh, Station wagon. What? $20,000 station wagon. What are you doing what? From in Massachusetts. We gotta go pick it up. Jesus Christ. It was an excuse for us to go on a road trip. Fucking A, man. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, so we're gonna go pick up a wagon back. from Massachusetts. Yeah. Are you, <laughs> are you sure it's legit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll find out. You get there and they're like, yeah, that'll be yeah. fucking grand and shit. Publishers, clearing house, or He was gonna have it brought to us. That's awesome. But we want an excuse to go on a road trip. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. It's worth $20,000, so. One owner. The guy was 93 when he passed. Hmm. He's got like meticulous, all the paperwork on it and everything. Hmm. So, so is it a what year? What year? 73. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a fucking boat. They said it's going to be How's hard. It's worth $20,000, though. They, they put, they put, they put work into it. Yeah. They put work into it. <laughs> Deal. It's the new norm. It's the, the new, new norm. face on the bus. Yeah, that's that that the new norm thing. I'm gonna go around without a mask and a shirt that says, I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like that. Like that, I guess. Yeah, like every commercial in these uncertain times. <laughs> oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's impressive. I can't stand yeah, yeah, TV yeah. anymore. Yeah. Commercials, movie stars. Oh yeah, but it's the movie stars now because you know they they uh, oh, nobody's paying attention to them, so they want to be relevant. They want to be activists now. And it's a dude kicked a chick in the face. Oh, what? Out of control. Do you guys remember in Florida when that guy 
on bath salts ate the other guy's yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. gnarly. Yeah, they I showed it. I showed it. Yeah. 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 They had a video of it, right? Yeah. I mean, you couldn't see him actually, but like, you see him kneeling yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. He's on top of him. He's on top of him. Like, what? Wow. Yes, and the dude lived. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, yeah. He had like no nose in Oh no. His face was chewed off. His no face, way. he chewed his whole face off, like oh, all the hair part of it off. Yeah. Huh? Was that in Florida? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was in Florida. Yes. That's like a, that's when basalts first came out. And they're still legal after that. Like, yeah. okay. It's good Wait, shit. Wait, basalts are legal? That's why they do it. Because yeah, they're legal. Because they sell them as bath salts. Oh, that's what they call them. That's what they call them. Bath salts. Sorry. That's freaking nuts. I didn't know they were. Yeah. Freaking. People, because like, let's say someone can't smoke weed because of their job, they can smoke bath salts. There's all different types of bath salts. Someone's, oh, yeah. someone's supposed to make it feel like weed. Some makes it feel like cocaine. They're all, they all feel, supposed to feel like different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, the weed, well, you, you'll black out sometimes and won't remember anything. So they'll say this is weed and it's, it's like, salt? They say it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the, uh, like the, the synthetic, that synthetic stuff? It's a synthetic, yeah. yeah. It's the strength. Hey, well, we're watching like live PD and cops. They were like, oh yeah, they're on that, that fucking stuff. I forget what it's called. Oh. It's kids are, kids can get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's easier to get than... It's like spices. Yeah. Is it called spice? I thought it was called spice. Yeah, it's spice. Yeah, yeah, it's called spice. Yeah. They call them spices, exactly. <laughs> like Dune. Spice. <laughs> They're redoing that movie. Yeah, I know. I you heard about it. that? Did you hear about that, Christian? Yeah. They're redoing yeah, Dune. I saw the new commercial. Gnarly. They're probably yeah, gonna fuck it up. That's always a good movie. Definitely. Yeah, redo everything. Everything's getting redone. Right? Yeah, people don't have ideas no more. People? <laughs> it's so I got an idea. Let's copy a movie we saw. <laughs> that is all they do now. That is all they like do. How many times are you going to remake Texas Chainsaw Massacre? They're like, that's I knew one. that one sold, so let's make another one. That's all. None of them are the original. It's not going to hurt at all. No. <laughs> you already said that. Yeah. Yeah, I tripped when I heard that story and then saw the video of it, Ron Daylight. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was. I might have looked up the video, but I was so young that I was like. It was. Scared the shit out of it is old. It's yeah. an old video now, yeah. But I remember seeing his face after, and that was nuts. Yeah, because it was a bum. They were bums, right? That guy ruined bath salts for all of us. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I've never taken bath salts. In the 70s, there was a dude who got high on PCP, and he played D&D, and he, like, freaked out, and he took, a, he took like, a, he had a replica of a mace or some medieval weapon, and he ran down the street with it, and he hit someone or something, the cops ended up shooting him. And he shot him in the head, part of his head came off, but he held his head in and he kept swinging it. Because no, he was on good oh, Lord. Because he was on PCP and shit. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And that made D &D, <laughs> that made D, D the devil's playground. Not PCP, nobody blamed PCP, they all blamed D, &D for like ten years. And through the eighties it was like the devil's game and so dumb. Yeah. Church groups would tell you to burn your kids' books if you had, you know. 
We had D&D &D books in the house. You guys know D&D, &D, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. And, uh, what is it? D&D. D&D, &D, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, it's like a... Oh, like no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I never... And it's great fun, you know, nothing wrong with the game, but when crazy people do anything, <laughs> they, they take it too far, and so this dude took it too far, and PCP helped and stuff, but it was like in the media for a long time, all when I was a kid, it was like an underground thing to play D&D &D a little bit, it was like, now it's more popular again, but... <laughs> Nerds! Everyone knows. Everyone from my job, and they all, when they all found out that they, uh, they were like, oh, this guy, oh, he plays it. You played you, you, you were touching. Oh man! And then now, uh, let's break. They're down. like all in the corner yeah. row with their magic cards, <laughs> and, and we just roll up by them. And go, yeah. Nerds! <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> like, we played not, you know, twelve. Come on now. But fuck that. I played I used to play Magic for money. Plays. Yeah, I still play. I have tens of thousands of cards. I've I made I've made real money playing Magic. That's, really? That, there is no doubt. I've made tens of thousands of dollars playing Magic. Well if you if you play it for money, that wow. must be a difference. Yeah, no <laughs> That's doubt. Also right I there. support myself basically for a whole year off of just playing Magic. Shit. And we traveled doing that. We went from Portland down to San Diego and Palm Springs and then out to Vegas. There were cities all in between. We had like 40 different places we would go and play cards at. And uh, fools get serious about money. And decks can be expensive. My debt was like six or eight grand just to play with, you know, those cards. Nowadays, those same cards are worth like $100,000. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Some old magic cards are worth a lot, a lot of money. Fireball! Fireball! Like since the 80s probably? 94. Oh, 94. 94. Yeah, I had friends who like to play that. Yeah, before that, it was like, like just, just to play outside. Same thing. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah, right? it's like Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a card game. It was but first and it's a little more complex. Pokemon is yeah. meant for younger, but people play it when they're adult and they're still into it. But uh, Magic has like, it's more like chess and Pokemon's checkers. Yeah, a little bit. Huh. Really? Yeah, yeah. I tried playing it and I. Interesting. It's, it can be hard, you know. I'm not done bored. I get, yeah. I get so yeah. bored with it. I'm not going to it. Yeah, exactly. I tried playing with them like we did a weekly thing or once a week we would do it. Just so we could all hang out and bond with each other. So that was cool. And I would end up doing artwork imagining what these guys look like. But it was fun. But I couldn't do it forever. Yeah. You gotta be like hardcore into the fantasy. Like, yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather just draw it. They just released some limited edition Walking Dead magic collaboration oh, cards. Sure. Yeah, it's like a limited edition deck. Cool. They just announced it yesterday. I was like, holy shit. I was like, nerds unite! Right. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, once they're gone, they're gone forever. It was still ah! 